stand and deliver You've let them put the fear on you Stand and deliver But not a word you heard was true And if there's nothing you can say There may be nothing you can do Yes, indeed. Stand and deliver. Welcome to the very first podcast hosted by Citizens for Free Speech. We're going to tell you why Stand and Deliver is the name of our podcast, and we're going to tell you why uh, and what the background of that song really is. It's very important to what and who we are. So welcome, everyone, to our first Citizens for Free Speech podcast. My name is Bob France. I am the National Communications Director for CFFS. And I am so happy to be hosting this, co-hosting this uh, podcast with the founder and the executive director, the OG, if you will, of Citizens for Free Speech, nationally recognized expert on technocracy uh, and best-selling author, Patrick Wood. Pat, we've been waiting for this for a long time. Yes, and that would be me. We are excited about what 2022 is going to bring for citizens around the country in terms of free speech, defending free speech. We are going to be combating censorship, cancel culture. We're going to be promoting active free speech for citizens to learn how they can talk and how they can interact with other people without getting completely into the weeds with a fist fight. And uh, we want to help people restore relationships too as we go along. This is a very important thing. And I'll just say there's two parts to this. As we get into this, there's the free speech has partly to do with what you're saying with your mouth. The other part is what you're hearing with your ears because there's, it's a two-sided coin. You have a right to hear what you want to hear. You have a right to speak what you want to speak. We're going to cover all these aspects, and this is going to be our first foray today into the world of free speech, the First Amendment, unaliable rights, and all those sorts of things. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's uh, there's an old axiom, uh, and, and I hope I won't butcher it here, but God gave you two ears and one mouth because he wants you to listen twice as mo- as much as you speak. That's right. That's exactly right. We, <laughs> should, we, should, appropriate. we should be quick to hear and slow to speak. Pat, we've um, CFFS has been around now. This would be its fourth year, if my memory is correct, because you founded it in 2018. Uh, I've been working with you on it since 2020. And now that we're in 2022, we want to talk about what it is for those who are uh, uninitiated and uninformed about what Citizens for Free Speech is. But also, I just want to do this because it's, uh, you know, we just played it. You know, when we talked about starting our podcast to expand awareness of the need to fight for free speech rights in this country, which are under attack like never before, at least in in my five decades plus on this uh, on this planet and in this country. Uh, when we were planning this, uh, we were trying to figure a name for it, and we were trying to think of a theme song for it. And we settled on "Stand and Deliver." You want to tell everybody why? Wow, I know "Stand and Deliver." This is a song, a protest song, actually. I, I was scratching my head a few months ago wondering, where are all the protest songs? You know, back in the 60s, 70s, we had them all over the place. There's all kinds of people who were making some great music, and I hadn't heard a whole lot. And when I heard this song by Eric Clapton, who's a Brit, by the way, um, that was written by Van Morrison, a guy who he's collaborated with over the year, probably for decades, um, he wrote this song, Stand and Deliver, and this was from his heart. I can just tell immediately it was because, unfortunately, when he got uh, that messenger RNA injection that they put into your arm to fight a certain uh, disease called COVID, um, he had a reaction 
that paralyzed his hands. Now, he's one of the top, if not the top guitarist in the whole world, and his hands Maybe were suddenly paralyzed, scared the pants off of As it should, he thought his career was done. And here he is, uh, I don't know, He's. I think he's probably close to 70, if not over it, but here's the guy, a master of the ages, and all of a sudden his hands are paralyzed because he took this shot. And so he, he wrote, or actually he didn't write, Van Morrison wrote it, but he performed it. And stand and deliver is a call to arms, if you will, to stand up and belt it out. And that's what he did with the, with the song. And that is, uh, that's a challenge to us over here in America, I'll tell you. We need to stand and deliver on this, not just talk about it. It's time yeah. to actually take action on it. You know, they're, they're two legends, obviously, Van Morrison and, uh, and Eric Clapton. And you're right, they have collaborated. And I just want to, you know, in our first podcast ever here, Pat, just to, I want to underscore it by sharing some of these lyrics. We only have that first little stanza there because uh, we want to get into our broadcast. But um, mm -hmm. some of the other lyrics from uh, Van Morrison and Eric Clapton in this collaboration. Do you want to be a free man or do you want to be a slave? Do you want to be a free man or do you want to be a slave? Do you want to wear these chains until you're lying in the grave? And they're talking about being, you know, uh, ordered and forced by the government or the government. And in, in, you mentioned they're Brits. You know, uh, you know, Eric Clapton is over there and they're having the same kind of, of problems that we've had here in the United States in terms of mandates being forced to lock into place, uh, being forced to take, you know, jabs uh, that you may not want to take all of these kinds of things. And he's, they're, you know, they're making it akin, of course, to, to being held as a slave until you're lying in the grave. Another line or another stanza in this great song, Magna Carta, Bill of Rights, the Constitution, what's it worth? You know they're going to grind us down until it really hurts. Is this a sovereign nation or just a police state? You better look out, people, before it gets too late. So these are just some of the lyrics in Stand and Deliver that I – I think you agree, Pat. It's why you, you know, we we kind of came up with this. We agree with the messaging here. It is a protest song. It is a call to to action for everybody that if you allow the government to rain down on you as hard as they had been in several different nations, but especially we'll focus on here in the United States. If you allow them to rain down hard on you now, when will it stop? What rights will you be willing to surrender next? That's right. And you know, it's funny that in, in England, especially in great, all of Great Britain, uh, they just recently uh, removed almost all the restrictions that they have been famous for, for cracking down on people that, that gave rise to this, this song. I'm not sure. I would almost say that, that Clapton's song had something to do with rising up the masses in England to protest this stuff and say, you guys better let this go. And they have just recently, which kind of gives the rest of the world some hope that maybe uh, maybe other nations will follow suit. Yeah. But uh, but the point of it the, the point of it is certainly tyranny is descending upon the world, and and it's all centered around free speech because when they can shut you up, you become a victim that is a silent victim. You cannot cry out. You cannot tell of the pain that is being caused to you by the tyranny. And this is legendary throughout history, by the way. Every attack on any society, from, from revolution, from outside, inside, whatever, it always starts with suppressing free speech. That's they right. want to silence the people who would otherwise say something that they don't want to hear. 
So they take over the radio, they take over the TV, they take over the newspapers, they take over the, anything that can that, that communicates to people. And we see this all around the world. We saw it in England. That's why Clapton spoke out. Fortunately, his voice and, and his, um, let's say his platform was so large. I mean, everybody knows this guy everywhere in the world. He could get away with making this song and, and broadcasting it out to the whole world and the whole world pick up on this. And I'll tell you, sometimes music can communicate better than a 500 page book. Yeah, I, I concur. And you know, Pat, the, we talk about liberty and freedom in this country like no other. And I, I believe that's true. There are a lot of other free nations, but not to the level that we have earned uh, and been gifted by our founding fathers, but earned through defending it through through two and a half centuries, uh, quite like this country. But it is worldwide, this movement. You mentioned England, and you mentioned they lifted restrictions recently, in part, per perhaps, because people, you know, uh, listening to the lyrics of Eric Clapton, whether they heard them or not, but the spirit of this movement is about freedom. And then we just saw the same thing this past weekend with this massive, you know, trucker protest, this convoy 45 miles long, thousands of trucks, hundreds of thousands of Canadians lining highways in frigid temperatures to cheer on this convoy on its way into Ottawa to protest mandates that are stopping these truckers from being able to come in and deliver their loads and pick up their next one and go back across the border. And every time they come across the border, they have to quarantine. They have to and, and, and take these shots. So it's really not just a U.S. freedom march, I guess it's going on right now. We really are seeing it in other parts. Now, there's some, some that are very slow to come around. Australia is still a police state. Uh, New Zealand, I mean, they literally have people locked down there. And I won't even get into China. But in, there, there are a lot of places around this uh, globe right now that, that believe that freedom is under attack. However, they define freedom maybe slightly different than the way we do. But freedom is freedom. And uh, there is a massive international pushback on it now. People are tired of being fear-mongered into, into uh, you know, modern-day slavery. That's right. And I probably got to point out, too, that uh, we're not just talking about uh, vaccines or shots or injections or whatever. Those things are important to people. That's kind of the main point here. It, we believe in freedom of choice. If you want to take a certain medical uh, treatment or therapy, that is your choice. It's your body. You can decide what to do about it and with it. And if you can't do the research, there's usually people around that can help you do the research in your neighborhood or whatever, or family, to figure out whether you want to take a certain treatment. The issue is, um, if anybody at this point, if anybody dares to speak up against a globalist narrative, they're immediately canceled, they're censored, and sometimes, they, uh, in some cases, they lose their job. Uh, in other cases, <laughs> I hate to say it, people have committed suicide because they did lose their job. This is wrong. This this is suppression of free speech of these people. And they have a right to say it, especially when you're talking about doctors and you're talking about scientists who have an alternative viewpoint and, and maybe some alternative evidence. They need to be able to speak out freely without fear of cancel, without fear of getting fired. In fact, you're going to bring this up, I know, about somebody who recently did get fired for speaking up out of turn. And it, it sounds petty at first, to, to, you know, you think about some of these things, but it's absolutely outrageous as far as freedom of speech is concerned, because nobody really has the right to tell somebody else their opinion or their information or their specialty or whatever doesn't count. Right. In America, we were founded on the principle, everybody counts. 
everybody. That's the little people, the big people, the, the you know the heavy people, the skinny people, and people with different attitudes and different ideas and different thoughts and different philosophies. There's the key. Different That's ideas, right. people with dissenting views, people who don't agree with the mainstream, you know, with the orthodoxy or with the prevailing narrative, uh, uh, Patrick. That's that's exactly what this is all about. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I want to I do want to talk about Ilya Shapiro. We're going to talk about some of those things in a moment. Uh, but I also want everybody to know who we are and what Citizens for Free Speech really is. So before we dive too much into some of the other news of the moment, and and, and that's largely what Stand and Deliver uh, the podcast for Citizens for Free Speech is going to be about. We're going to be addressing attacks on free speech, on First Amendment rights, on uh, you know our ability to to uh, choose for ourselves, as Pat said, our medical decisions and so forth. We're going to talk about all those things that are going on on a regular basis on uh, this uh, this podcast, Stand and Deliver. But you should know who and what Citizens for Free Speech is. Um, and so, Pat, I want to just give us a little primer. Now, you know, we don't need to go too in depth, uh, but we have a we have a large membership that has been built in a very short period of time, and we are poised to blow this up in 2022 because there is such an appetite among people in the United States to fight for their freedom, starting not in Washington, D.C., mm -hmm. at the largest levels of government, but starting in their own local levels of government, which is what the basis of, of CFFS is all about. So can you kind of explain that so everybody knows what we're doing? Oh, absolutely. And uh, there are five individual points that are contained within the First Amendment. I hate to say that a lot of people really couldn't tell you what those points are. Maybe to get one or two, they probably get the idea of free speech, but some of the other stuff they just might have missed. It's worth paying attention because every, all five of these have been under intense attack during this whole COVID, the, what I call the great panic of 2020. The first thing, the very first thing mentioned is freedom to worship, and that is uh, the, the ability to do what you want to do with your God. Now, I realize there's, a, there's a, several different religious flavors and stuff in America, but the main point of the freedom to worship is it's none of anybody else's business but yours, <laughs> and uh, the government should never be in a position to tell somebody how to worship, nor should the government put any restrictions on that? Well, we have seen during this pandemic, churches were shut down all over the place. They were told they can't assemble. They were told they can't have music on stage. They had to social distance or whatever. Probably, as I would guesstimate, maybe 25 to 30% of all the churches in America have gone out of business as a result of this policy. It's absolutely a tremendous attack. That's an important one. Secondly, is freedom of speech. That is like you and I would be talking together right now um, and, and perhaps a person talking to a group, freedom of the press is communicating with groups of people. The right to assemble is really important. It's been under huge attack um, where, you know, the government says, well, you can't have assembly of this size, that size, or you have to all wear a mask, or you have to all be have a vaccine passport before you can come in and get together in that room. Um, the freedom to assemble has always been an institution of American uh, civil life. And then lastly, you have the freedom to petition the government for a redress of grievances. And for the most part, I think anybody listening to this would say, well, that's a joke <laughs> because last year, especially, or in 2020, government offices shut down. You couldn't even get a hold of anybody. You could call them, but you get a voicemail and you'd never get a call back. You try to find out where they are to send them an email. You couldn't. They were just gone. By and large, even today, the government is so... Uh, insulated against the people 
virtually any complaint that gets lodged against the government today just goes into thin air or it goes into the round file. This is the heartbeat of the First Amendment. It's all about communication. First, communication vertically with God. Secondly, communication horizontally with you and me. Thirdly, communication to groups of people through other types like press, uh, radio, whatever, TV. And the right to assemble is absolutely critical. So all of these things are under attack. What we're doing, Bob, we're, we're pushing back. We're mounting a front to push back on the assault in all of these areas. And it's not just a singular thing. All five have been under intense attack. I personally believe this was not just a consequence or of, of unattended consequences. I don't think, uh, in other words, I don't think this was just by accident. This happened this way. I think there has been a coordinated, concerted attack on the First Amendment in America to silence Americans so their opinions, thoughts, and research and resources cannot be heard, cannot be brought to the table to counter the massive amounts of propaganda that's being pumped out at us 24-7 anymore. Well, you know, that's a very extensive answer and explanation, and I concur with every word. And that is, it is a coordinated attack. This isn't organic. This isn't something, well, we're just struggling to find out the right response to a global pandemic and a lot of deaths and, and endangered people and risks and so forth. It is absolutely coordinated. If you can silence the people from complaining about what they are being forced to do with the most precious of their rights, and, and, and in my view, that's their bodies. If you can silence their dissent and force them to take, you know, experimental toxins into their bodies, and 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 anybody who tries to push back against that, they they are they are ostracized, they are uh, excoriated, they are condemned, they are ridiculed, they are insulted, and they are essentially made to feel less than relevant. Um, if you can do that with this, then what what can't you do? What can't you do to silence the people? If you can yeah. silence them and force them to do these things with their body then you can force them to do anything when it comes to a much lesser personal uh, order from, from, from a big government or from a prevailing uh, culture or cultural standpoint. So, Pat, I want to hit this because we just did this real quick before we get into a couple of points. I can't believe we're more than halfway through our first podcast already. Uh, so I want to get this real quick. Becoming a member of CFFS, Pat, you just made easier than ever before. And it's by way of your phone. Everybody's probably got a phone in their hands right now. If you're probably listening to this podcast, it's on your phone. Uh, but open your text messenger, and you can become a member of CFFS very quickly and easily, right? That's a, exactly right. We just set up a, a texting feature where if you text the, the word CFFS, that stands for Citizens for Free Speech, if you text CFFS to 313131, and hit submit, you will get a link back immediately that you can click on that link and it will bring up a sign-up form so you can join Citizens for Free Speech immediately and stand with so, us. And when we say stand and deliver, that, that's the first place to start is stand. You yeah. may not be ready to deliver, but you certainly can stand right now and pick up your phone and just do it. Become a member of CFFS right now. It doesn't cost anything. It is about free speech after all. I always tell people too, not only is it free, just because people worry about, you know, having their information and their email address is shared. We don't sell it. We don't share it. It's just here. And that's it. So that we can communicate with you when you sign up uh, as a member of Citizens for Free Speech. So as Pat just said, send CFFS 
CFFS to the short code 313131, and you will immediately be able to sign up as a member of Citizen for Free Speech and join our army. Now, Pat, people may say, well, what good does that do me? Um, what happens when I become a, medicine, a member of Citizens for Free Speech? And the, the answer is so long, we can't do it in a short, single podcast. Uh, as far as the training that we do to, to uh, help people learn how to um, challenge and uh, fight and defend themselves and their rights in a civil manner, uh, bringing civility back to debate. It's one of the things we do. But the other thing we do is we get involved. We take action. Can you tell us about the newest feature that's still in development? It's not ready yet, but this is what's coming. When people yes. want to know about legislation, they want to know about races, they want to know about the things that affect their lives, how can I immediately get involved? CFFS is going to make that happen. Absolutely. And I, just, I want to reiterate, too, we're not just about talking here. We're about doing. It's time to do, not just talk. We need to talk, but it's time to take action and do stuff in your own local community, especially. We have just created, or we're in the process of creating, it'll be ready soon, a new advocacy center that will scan all legislation across all 50 states for any bill, any piece of legislation that has to do with censorship, free speech, the First Amendment. We've got it all. We've got a research tool now that allows us to publish this information to our website so that you will be able to find out what's going on in your state that you need to be concerned with or maybe even ultimately in your city, resolutions that are coming through that you need to be concerned about. It's time to be, I think what the founders called, eternally vigilant. We need to watch these things. We need to know what's going on in our communities. And that doesn't mean you can't go to the city council meetings or the education board meetings and the fire board meetings and whatever. You should. You should do that too. But we're covering this from top to bottom, A to Z, up to down, we're going to have every conceivable feature that we can fight back with action. Well, not, not only does this happen, Pat, not only does um, this not take the place of going to those board meetings, it'll tell you why to go to these board meetings. That's the beauty of this. It's going to have yes. literally, you know, at, as you say, at the state level, but also community level, civic level, school board. There may be things going on with, with respect to school board races and censorship of parents or students or what have you, or compelled speech, which is another feature of protecting free speech, forcing people to say things they don't want to say because they don't agree with it is just as dangerous as limiting. So these things happen in schools. School board members are you know, fighting to replace other members to stop this from going on. All of that stuff will inevitably end up on the, the CFFS action page, the advocacy page, so that then you'll say, hey, look what's going on. At our, at our school, at our city, at our township or whatever, we're going to the next city council meeting. We're going to the next school board meeting and we're going to, and we're going to have our say. That's what this is all about. It's intended to be a one-stop shop for anybody who wants to be active in, in making what's right, making things right in their communities, states and so forth. That's right. We are practicing free speech ourselves so that you can practice free speech yourself. That's right. And what is free speech? Pat, I want to hit this because, you know, again, we only have a few minutes left in our first ever podcast of Stand and Deliver. If you just turned us on, Bob France and Patrick Wood of Citizens for Free Speech. I just want to hit this very quickly. Georgetown University Law Center is, um, is, is really giving us a great opportunity to talk about what free speech really means. For some people, Patrick, it means, you know, 
the government can't throw me in jail for saying something they disagree with. Ultimately, that's why the First Amendment was written, because you weren't allowed to speak out against the king and about, uh, you know, against the, the you know, the British uh, uh, monarchy. You weren't allowed to speak out. You could be thrown in jail. You can still be thrown in jail in places that don't have free speech for speaking out against a dictatorial government or whatnot. But that's only one element of this. What CFFS practices is free speech for all, not just in government settings. So at Georgetown University Law, they have a, a new professor there named Ilya Shapiro. He's a brilliant, brilliant lawyer and law professor, but he made the mistake of expressing his opinion by, via Twitter just this past week about President Biden's decision to choose only a black female for the Supreme Court uh, vacancy, uh, which is fine, whatever. I don't care what color they are, but he spoke out against the discriminatory aspect of this, because if you're a male, you're automatically discriminated against. And if you're a female, but if you're white or Latina or Asian or anything else, you are discriminated against. You need not apply. Ilya Shapiro spoke out against this and was immediately excoriated by the student body at Georgetown and put on suspension by the university. And Pat, here's the line I want to talk about real quick or ask you to talk about. When complaining about this, um, uh, the dean of students there at Georgetown Law, William Trainer, said, quote, um, hold on, I'm sorry, I apologize. My, my screen just refreshed on me. I want to find the quote here, and it looks like I may not be able to get it up. Yeah, here it is. He said, uh, since we are a private institution, free speech and the First Amendment doesn't apply to us. It's not the First Amendment that's the university's guideline. He said, on the other hand, the university does have a free speech and expression policy, which binds us. But Pat, this is why I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> They're saying that if you're in a private institution, your constitutional rights to free speech and expression cease to exist. And mm -hmm. it, that, that cannot be the way. And even if to the letter of the law, he's right in that it would be different with a public institution. As members of CFFS, we're going to fight for Ilya Shapiro's right to say whatever he wants to say because of freedom, not necessarily because of the, the public or private uh, uh, circumstances here. Well, look, here's the deal. We live in America. This is the country that we belong to where our Constitution applies. The unaidable rights that are contained in the First Amendment are available and, and efficacious for every person, no matter where they are in our country. Boom. Now, if you go to... Afghanistan and you start saying stuff, you're, you're going to get in trouble. I don't, it doesn't matter if you're an American citizen, you live here, you must abide by the law of this land. And that is the first amendment counts for everyone all the time, everywhere, under any circumstance. And nobody can come up with some lame brain excuse. Well, we're a private institution. We can do what we want. No, you can't. You are a race, uh, you know, have to be subject to all kinds of regulations and other constitutional um, uh, you know, mandates that, that are constantly, uh, challenged in court, by the way, across the country, you must abide, you must abide by the law of our land and free speech is at the top of the list. This university and many others have said pretty much the same thing. They have no right, no business whatsoever saying that, well, on our campus, even though we're located in the United States of America, we're effectively going to secede from the union. As long as class is in session and free speech is suspended, that just doesn't fly anywhere in America 
under any circumstance. Well, that's so well said. And that's what we're fighting against. I want people to know we're fighting for any place, anywhere, even, you know, where, I mean, not a ton of time left here, Patrick, but um, in the podcast world where we're making our first foray now in this inaugural edition of Stand and Deliver, you know, Joe Rogan, who is the world's most listen to podcaster, literally the world's most listened to podcaster. They're trying to silence him for daring to bring on medical experts who give medical opinions on mRNA technology. By the way, the expert happens to be the patent holder of MNR, mRNA technology, the inventor. They're trying to cancel Joe Rogan. And again, while this doesn't mean he's been, his free speech has been violated from a sense of, you know, the letter of the law, silencing ideas in what is supposed to be a free marketplace of ideas is censorship that we at CFFS will fight to the death. Amen. I want to remind everybody again to text CFFS to 313131 if you want to join us right now. Instant satisfaction. You can do it now. And I we encourage you to get on board with us and stand with us. We're going to make a huge difference in 2022. And we need your help. We need you to stand with us and, and show your support for this whole thing and to get active. When you're ready, you need to get active as well. Yeah. And Any closing? I'm sorry. Yeah. And if, uh, if you want to know more about us as you join for, uh, uh, CFFS, the website is fully functional. It's citizensforfreespeech.org. Citizen, all spelled out, citizensforfreespeech.org. Go ahead and check us out. Learn more about us there. And then, as Pat said, you can uh, become a member right on the site or text CFFS to 313131 to become a member and join this movement to protect our First Amendment rights all across this great country. I can't believe it, Pat. We're done. We're out of time already. We are done and we're ready to go. Thank you everybody for listening to Stand and Deliver. I'm Bob Brantz. I'm Pat Wood. And this is Stand and Deliver, Citizens for Free Speech Podcast. We'll be back weekly and maybe more as we continue uh, right here on this very podcast network. Thanks everyone. <laughs>